afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of The Plaxus Furnace with me, Roberts. With me, Pete. Man like Mo, out here. It's the first week of September. That is so scary. Mm. I don't know where the year has gone. Nine months yeah. deep, you know. That Strange. is crazy. Strange. It's not by like quick, when, to be fair. When you say it's nine months, I'm just thinking, what have I accomplished? Because <laughs> <laughs> no. nine, nine months is a long time. That's a whole baby being born. That's that, yeah. That's, yeah. 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 Crazy. Mm. Three trimesters. I mean, the year's not over yet, and better still, your life isn't over yet. So, you know what they say: best time to plant a tree twelve years ago. Next best time is right now. Get started. Who says that? <laughs> I read it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though. It's not like it's heresy. No, it's true. It's true. Little wisdom for you, man. I feel like after twelve years, if I don't have a tree, I'll just buy one. Okay, all right. Because someone else planted it 12 years ago. Yeah. It's by their thing. Trying to be encouraging, and you just have to go the silly route. I'm, I'm trying to be the most efficient. Anyway, welcome to the Blacksmith's Furnace. Pew, 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 pew. Um, who's in the hot seat this week? I think it will have to be you, because last week was a one-for-one one that turned into a few questions, um, and Ooh. the week before was Mo. So Robert, yeah. I think you're in the hot seat. Yeah, you can hold this Let's one. You can hold this one. Let's go. I'm ready. Cool. Let's see. I haven't really got a question. Let me just check my notes. I keep notes for you guys. How are you gonna not, not have a question ready and saying I'm in the hot seat? Come on, man. Where's the preparation? Hmm. I, I can I can roster something up. So how would you go about um Walking someone through the Bible who is okay, so someone makes the statement God wants us to be happy. Me having a girlfriend makes me happy, God wants me to have a girlfriend, and not mm. only does God want me to have a girlfriend, He wants me to smash because smashing makes me happy. How would you go about counseling someone like that? First things first, please make sure you use some protection. That's the first thing. Only because, you know, this process might take a while. <laughs> and in between, everything's <laughs> <laughs> happening. So <laughs> at the very least, use protection. Keep it zipped up. No, keep it zipped up. If you're not, keep it wrapped up. You know? Let's not get any unwanted pregnancies, any STDs, because... This is a process. Um, secondly, oh, how would I go through this with him? Um, I think I would oof, probably start by going through the Gospels and then maybe a bit of... Yeah, no. I'll start with the Gospels and just... Um, outline or start outlining um, Jesus's life um, probably more to the end you know when he's in the Garden of Gethsemane where he's like 
not your will, Lord, but mine. Actually, I think I might start with Jesus in the wilderness for 40 days. Because I think that's the first time where Jesus didn't put his own wants over um, what God wanted him to do. Mm. I'll probably start, probably start there, swing it over to Garden of Gethsemane, where Jesus sweat and blood saying, Lord, take this cup away from me, but not my will, yeah. yours. And just have this but, conversation about... His, his, the thing is, he's convinced God wants him to smash. I mean, if you can show me biblical... Um, you haven't found that, Peter. <laughs> if you can show some, if if you can show some biblical um, precedent for smashing outside of marriage, what do you mean specifically? So it's like the. Now you have to get so biblical the, the evidence for my my case. For for the specific specificity of having sex, where mm. so basically your question is where in the Bible do we understand that God wants us to have sex outside of marriage? Yeah. I'll throw that question. And then, and then I'll, um, I'd also direct him to, you know, the story of, of, of Jacob and Leah and Rachel is interesting. Mm. Um, just in that, um, you know, with that whole process, Jacob was really, he, he was living for his desires when it came to, when it came to Rachel, you know, beautiful woman, beautiful babes. Um, you got even though, to me, boy. well, because, well, because, like, in hindsight, Rachel, even though, like, God used Rachel as well as Leah and the other, um, so, handmaid servants, yeah. I was gonna say handmaids, um, to create, to, um, to create the 12 tribes the line of Jesus came through Leah, you know, and, and, and like God's plan was always one husband with one wife, you know, everything else came off as a result of man doing what, what, what man wants to do, you know, in the same way with Abraham and Sarah, um, Sarah decided, Hey, guy would be the one to, 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 to have the child. And then we get the whole line of Ishmael and, and all them and them. Um, to be honest, I, I, I feel like I'm rambling right now. Um, I think I say, you know, as a Christian, our happiness is not more important than pleasing God and doing what God desires us to do. And a lot of that time, it goes against what we would want to do. You know, having sex is great. Having sex outside of marriage, not so much. Um, even in marriage, there are times when having sex is not the best for marriage. It may not bring God's glory based on how you're going about it. So you might need to circle, you know. But we need to always put our earthly, fleshly desires second to um, to pleasing God. You know, in the same way, when Jesus was in the desert for 40 days, he could he could have turned the stones into bread. I had a quick munch to, to to take away the starvation, but man does not live by bread alone, you know. He 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 could uh, he could have had Satan could have given him all the the countries in the world, but that would have been displeasing to God. So he said, "Get out of here." Um, and there are and 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 I think there's so many 
examples of God and Jesus telling people to do something opposite to what they want to do. Even like when you first called the disciples and they were like, oh, let me go, let, let me go and bury my father. Um, Jesus, Jesus said, leave, leave the dead to bury their dead. Mm. You know, and once you're a Christian, it's Jesus first, you second. Um, and, and with the case of thinking that, um, in the case of wanting to have sex with your girlfriend, one, it's not even biblical for you to be having sex with your girlfriend. Um, if you want to have sex, go and marry her. <laughs> you know, <laughs> then at least you've got the covering of God. You know, and just work towards the marriage and hope the sex is worth marrying this guy, this this babes. You know, and and maybe if 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 I, if I'm not first, it isn't. Maybe it can grow. By grace, it can grow to something beautiful. Um and yeah, um and I I I I challenge him or her or so him because he wants to have sex with a girlfriend. I challenge him to find biblical basis for his argument that. God wants you to be happy, which I don't think is biblical anyway. And um, happiness equals sinning is okay in God's eyes, which I don't think is biblical either. But yeah, I've rambled, but that would be my answer. So if I, if, I, if I can surmise and let me know if I am correct, it's, it's, so it's almost like the initial deterrent would be Even Jesus laid down his comfort and his what he wanted to do for the glory of God, and so I think that'd be I think I think that'd be second. I think firstly is you know as a Christian it's it's God's desires over our desires, and and, and, and God desires purity f- from us. Mm. Over, the, the, over reason our I, own... the reason the reason I actually going? the reason I actually enjoyed the Jesus denial of self being first is. Almost like, okay, Jesus denied himself in the pursuit of God's will. And mm-hmm. so, like, my encouragement to, like, from your perspective, your encouragement would have been deny yourself as you look through the Bible for where God actually condones this. If that makes yeah. sense. So it's like, stop for now, go search it. If you come across something that is like, yo, you can do it and you have that blessing, then like you've denied yourself for God's glory and now you've been rewarded or whatever. But we both know that you ain't gonna find that. So when you don't find it, then you can just continue in the denial of self that you had started whilst you were gonna go look for it. Um, And then that meshes with your initial advice, remain protected, because more than likely you're gonna slip up as you're trying to find it. So kind of liked that trajectory but yeah so i like that answer thanks cool cool um my question how much should one give to the church um financially in terms of their time in terms of their effort how much should one give to the church um I think there are two answers to this, or two answers I would give. Firstly, um, as much as God leads you to give, you know, if, if, if you spend some time in prayer, in the word, and you feel God saying, give this much or do this or do that, then follow that. If you believe it's from God, um, 
even if you get it wrong, you know, um, I think God will be happy that you you like at least try to move in faith, even if mm. the hearing was wrong. So I think that's okay. Um, secondly, if you don't feel like you're hearing from God about this, I would say give as much that won't make you Thank become you. resentful for the giving that you're giving. That won't that make you resentful. Yes. Because 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 there's there's no point in giving an offering to God if you've got anger in your heart because that's not an offering that God will find acceptable, you know. Mm. Like you can you you can have the works, but if the heart isn't in line with the works, it should, it should, oh. it should, it should even be it should even be heart first, and out of the abundance of love you have in your heart, that's where the works come from. You know, it's not like do works and hopefully my heart will <laughs> will catch up. Mm. I got a very funny, I got a very interesting story relating to that, yeah. So, oh, yeah. Um, God, one time I heard God clearly ask me to give someone something financially. And I knew that if I gave it to this person, the whole family was going to be in the bind. Like, we needed that piece. But I felt God saying, give it to this person. So I gave it to the person and I'm now like, okay, cool, God, like, where is this money going to come from? Because we need it. I'm waiting. Money's not coming. I'm getting vexed. Because I'm like, God, like, our family needs this money. You asked me to give it to someone. Like, the person is sitting cush. He's sitting cush. And I'm like, yo, like, it, it doesn't actually happen. And God used that very situation to challenge my heart. Mm. So yeah, like that, that really, that really hit me deep. It cut, it like it cut deep, but it was, it was a situation where it was used to challenge my heart and to reveal that, that level of pride where it's like, I've given, so where's my blessing sort of situation. Mm-hmm. Um, God provided in ways that I hadn't anticipated, but because I hadn't anticipated or recognized them as His provision, I didn't appreciate it, and I was still like, "No, I need the I need the money back." God, like, where's <laughs> the money back? Um, so yeah, that definitely resonates. But I also recognize that God may push you into a space where you do that, so that He can reveal something in your heart to then be like, yeah. "Yo, let's talk about this." Mm. Yeah. But that's it's a good it's a good place to be in because the Bible's like God um delights in a cheerful giver. Yeah. All right, cool. All right, if you're both happy, should we move on to the topic for today? Let's do it. Great. So there's an overall theme. So I've got two topics today, and there's an over, there's an overarching theme of Knowing when it's time to stop. Okay. Okay. So I'll let you I'll let you pick where you, you want us to start today. Do you want to talk about She-Hulk first and Marvel in general? Or do you want to talk about Carnival? Hmm. I feel like I'll be able to contribute more to She-Hulk. <laughs> okay. Cool. So let's get started. So for those of you don't, who don't know, there's a new miniseries out for She-Hulk 
I think it's like a six or seven part miniseries. Um, she Hulk mm. is Hulk's cousin. She becomes She Hulk. All of that. It's great. Um, CGI isn't the best. Um, I've heard the story is a bit. Eh. I haven't watched it. I don't know if I will watch it. I haven't watched. I don't. I don't think I watched much after Endgame, apart from uh, No Way Home. I think that's legit the only Marvel movie. No, and and, and Shang Chi. So like that. The the most Marvel I've done since then. And so I was on the internet last night, just, you know, just, just browsing, just browsing. And I see people are very upset about the latest She-Hulk episode that's come out. And it's because at the end of <laughs> the episode, they have like these little mini skits. And this skit had She-Hulk, She-Hulk's a lawyer. And her new client was Meg The Stallion, you know, UK rapper. No, UK, you you are US rapper, mm. all of that. <laughs> and then in the, the scene, they're signing the contract, and then they start they start twerking together. <laughs> I haven't seen that this so <laughs> It was so funny. And then you know, I'm just here thinking, <laughs> is this what Marvel has come to? <laughs> um. You know, She-Hulk is, you know, a female-led production. And, you know, it's women doing what women want to do. But I'm just here thinking. Is this what we're doing now? Is this, is this, maybe I'm old or maybe I'm just being a hater. But is this what we, is this what we should be having in like our Marvel Cinematic Universe these days? I mean... How do you mean, though? Because what's the... It, it sounds as though you're suggesting they've fallen from something. But what have they fallen from? They've fallen from the greatness that was the first three phases of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. What made those phases great? Just the overarching story that they told as a as a continuity. Okay. And it was easy to follow. You just had to watch the movie, watch the movie, watch the movie. Now it's watch the movie, but also watch the TV show and then watch this TV show because this TV show is a prelude to this movie and then this and that. And it's becoming very messy and it's going in so many different directions, trying to hit so many different targets of people that it's. it feels like it's no longer one big story. It feels like it's trying to branch into 10... Or 11 different types of stories. Could you argue that it's becoming more like comic books? Because in essence, that's what they're doing. Your comic books, you've got so many different strands of stories being told and you've got reboots and you've got all these different branches going off of each story. And it's up to the comic book um, fan to to follow, to, to keep buying every new episode. So where at the beginning, you know, they started off with Iron Man, with Hulk, with, uh, no, with Iron Man, with Thor, with Captain America. Um, the natural progression is they're going to have to start expanding that. But then I would argue that even in phase one, two, three, you had that where each set of movies was pretty much its own contained, in its own contained universe, even though it was in the overall Marvel Cinematic Universe. And, yeah. you know, outside of maybe 4-2, mm-hmm. 
and I guess Captain America. Mm-hmm. No, 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 not Captain America. Um, Captain Marvel. I don't think there were any quote-unquote bad Marvel movies. Captain Marvel sort of phase two, I guess. Um, and again, it's it's debatable. So, so I think, in part, it's subjective because I don't see them veering away from anything that either the comics did or anything that um, they've done initially. Initially, it wasn't about the sort of short memeable things you know it was whoever the joke is at the time they're going to try and then incorporate it and as much as they can into the into the script into what they're writing but they had a movie to do that which takes you know two three years in production and so the jokes that you're you're trying to bring in are relevant at the time you're writing by the time the movie comes out you know they're just part of the script and you don't realize or it's easy to miss they're trying to reference this thing or that thing whereas with the um with now what i see as just a logical progression as to what will happen if you're trying to build a comic book universe and eventually it just has to be more you can't do the same thing twice three times you know it has to be more what i'm noticing from the stories from the series is they are telling sort of somewhat self-contained stories with references to other things going on in the universe especially as this next phase is the multiverse saga it's going to be a lot more crazy i almost expect that my, my thing with the uh, megan meg the stallion thing and and she hulk again is they're just playing into they're just playing into popular culture meg the stallion is black culture is pop culture now and so all of this thing with twerking and all this you know uh, one thing with she hulk is she's got a uh, you know she's bigger um and so they, you know, they, they've made they've made references to her backside already. Um, it's just playing into all of that. You get Meg the Stallion on, that's what you're going to do. You get Cardi B on, you're going to have their eh, all that. Weird uh, no, 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 no. Just just because you got Meg the Stallion in 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 a role doesn't mean that she has to be twerking. But then what else are you getting her in there for? She's not an actress. That's, She's not got overwhelmingly what? good acting talent. What else are you getting her there in for? She could act. Look, in, 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 in the same way, well, what was I watching? They I should. watched Training Day. No, no, tra- okay. Training Day. Yeah. Snoop Dogg's in there. Doing what? He was selling... He was selling... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Yes, but, hold on. <laughs> You're going to get these people in to be at the worst, parodies of themselves or caricatures of themselves. Meg Thee Stallion isn't known for her great intellect. That's not what she's presented. She's presented that WAP is what she's known for. So she's going to come on there. And that's, but, 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 but that doesn't mean that she can't come up and be a character of high standing and and, and her, 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 her stature being enough to people in sick. You wouldn't believe it. And, but, and, 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 and and if she had the acting chops to present that, you would be pleasantly surprised by it, but you wouldn't be expecting that. You don't get her in for a cameo to come and be the next, you know, super lawyer and she's super smart. And if she does do that, it's more the surprise factor of, oh, they got her in to do that. But I, I, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. If they got... Um, if they got Oprah Winfrey to come in there and then she was twerking, I'd be like, what the hell is going on? Because that's not what you get Oprah Winfrey into a show to do. But you get Meg Thee Stallion on, I'm not surprised that that's what they've got her doing. 
firstly, I think it's, I think it's, I think you can't say. Oh, what did you just say? Sorry, it was, it was in my head. But it, I said you won't no, get no, Oprah no. Winfrey onto a Disney movie to come and twerk. No, no, before that, before, before that, uh, so about, about, about Meg Yeah, Meg Yes, so, yeah, so, 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 this whole thing, She-Hulk yeah. is a created thing with actors. Meg uh-huh. can come into it a role and act, as every other character in this thing is acting. You get, you get, you get. But acting Meg is Stallion a skill set. Acting, yeah, acting is a skill you, you get set Meg that Stallion you need acting to against a seasoned actor. You see the difference. You don't get Snoop Dogg in Training Day with Denzel and expect them to do the same thing. Like Snoop Dogg can act. He's been in movies before. He's in Day Shift. Yeah. And even in Day Shift, he's not necessarily even believable in the role that he's playing. But this is what I'm saying is I am not no, surprised but, no, but, by... but, no, but I'm saying that it's not believable because you because uh, of what you know Snoop Dogg to be. No, not, not necessarily. Because you get Andrew Garfield in S- Spider-Man and he's just as believable as Spider-Man as he is in Hacksaw Ridge as... Dos is it or, or whatever the guy that he plays in Hacksaw Ridge, and that's because they are actors acting like that's what they do. Viola Davis, the same thing. You believe her in Fences, and then you believe her to be um, is she Amanda Waller? She's Amanda Waller, isn't she? In DC, and it's because yes. they are acting like that's what they do. You get Megan Thee Stallion on there. Is it Meg Thee Stallion or Megan Thee Stallion? Sorry, I don't. I'm I, Megan, Megan Thee Stallion. Megan. <laughs> I don't know. Don't check this. Well, you get you get <laughs> hair on there, and oh. unless it's unless it's, it's Megan, Megan the Stallion, right? So, so this yeah, is Megan even the a, a somewhat bad example. But you get Exhibit on Eight Mile, and you expect him to rap, and then when he does, you're not surprised. But then when you see Exhibit on <sighs> Power, is not the is it Power? Is Empire? It's not the best thing. But Exhibit on Empire, he's acting, acting, and again, it's like, oh, cool, you're acting, acting. But it's you get Meg and the Mega you get her on She-Hulk, unless she's in a rap battle or unless she's doing you know something. This is the next thing I would expect from Meg the Stallion. This is it. It's almost like it's almost like putting the character who plays She-Hulk into a rap battle and expecting her to come with bars. You ain't developed that skill set. You ain't developed that capability so yes you can have a ghostwriter and blah 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 but you won't be able to come with the same cadence with the same flair with the same style mm. like there, there, there's a, there's a I certain mean, you could act that you can act that you, you can, can act, act that, that but yeah, you, you it won't that. be convincing because for the most part even the guy who does Saturday Night Live who tries to do I mean uh, he was doing rap battles with with um, MCs and stuff the rap battle that he did with uh, Method Man oh like James Corden his his bars came hard, but you can tell that he's not cut from that cloth. Uh, even then, even then, and this is the thing with acting, is Hawkeye, not Hawkeye, Falcon. Falcon was an 8 Mile. Falcon was a rapper mm-hmm. in 8 Mile. Yeah. And he presented yeah. a believable rapper, dare I but say. But that's the thing. The thing is, I, I can believe from the perspective of background, him having tried that before. Fair enough. But what I'm saying is the, actor is, the actor's job is to make you believe what they're presenting to you, be it, uh, be it a be it a rapper, be it a business person, be it mm. Amanda Waller, a villain, or be it a, a suffering. Oh, a so I'm, I'm even saying, I'm even saying, if we switched 
um, not switch positions, but switch settings. Because obviously an actor... Oh, okay, okay. okay. So you're, camera, not, you're not talking... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, but sorry. if you put an actor yes, yeah, in front yeah. of a stage... Right. On right, a live right. audience. There you go. Yeah, you yeah. will see a difference. Right, right, right. So I thought you were... Yeah, yeah, no. Exactly. Yeah, not, exactly not, that. Not from, not from exactly that. Yeah. No, exactly that. So I'm not I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at all. And it's I don't think... Something Disney... you... Sorry, go on. I, I was just... I, I think Disney are doing what Disney's going to do, which is playing to pop culture and, and mm. try and get as much views as possible. You use Meg the Stallion, she's somewhat popular now. And as I said, black culture now is is pop culture. People are gonna be excited about it. But is is, is twerking something you would expect from She-Hulk? As a comedic no, character? No, no, no. But but the, but the thing is I think in terms of this storyline that they're I haven't watched it myself. But I've seen the trailers and I've seen different things, like different bits and pieces of it. I think they are trying to portray She-Hulk as a human who is struggling to to navigate both worlds of corporate America whilst being She-Hulk, and then recognizing that she is now the poster image of her of her firm or whatever because she's She-Hulk, um, and so that it's it's almost like this Spider-Man coming of age sort of thing, where she's having to navigate being a superhero but still being a lawyer and trying to find her humanity even with this superpower that she has and stuff and so that to some degree makes sense um but i do feel like um, but then where does the twerking come into that do and that's the, it's like I, I can see the way that i can see the way like their logic would go there because okay, she's not, she's trying, not to trying to, to be a superhero out. she's not trying to be She's not trying to be a superhero. She's trying to be a lawyer. And if a lawyer, exactly. if a lawyer is taking on Meg the Stallion as her as her client, and you're signing whatever, and you're happier, and, and Meg the Stallion is, is is twerking, I can see I can see a flat backside <laughs> white person twerking with Meg the Stallion if they have the opportunity to do it because it's Meg the Stallion. It so happens absolutely that she's sexualized it's, in her. No, what no, do you no, mean no. absolutely not? How many how many white? Uh, sorry, I'm no, not going no, to make no, it no. racial, but. How many times do you see? No, no how many see, times do you see? I'm saying people meet no, and they're like, "Oh yeah, Snoop Dogg, I'm gonna smoke with you because it's Snoop Dogg." Peter, as a professional Hello. lawyer for for someone for someone of the stature of Meg The Stallion, what stature? <laughs> From she 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 she's someone who's who has millions of dollars in assets. You know, for that's what? for what? For twerking, yeah, twerking. No, 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 just. Just because she's got that, just because she's got her money from that, you know, yeah. doesn't mean that that the professionals that she's getting to um, represent her have to be ratchet as well, you know. Yeah, but this, Should, this is the other thing I'm saying is black culture is pop culture. People like you see this all the time with miley cyrus twerking even though she hasn't got anything behind her trying to twerk because this is this is what the culture is and so i see it as in the same way as you have snoop Dogg going into meetings or, or whatever with people and then they're like oh yeah i'm gonna snoop with i'm gonna smoke with snoop Dogg or the snoop Dogg. you have people going to meet us make the stand and they're gonna twerk with her because it's make the stand i i, I, I want to no. skirt this back i want to skirt this back to um <laughs> to just just the thought of um progressing the story progressing the story and that's that's essentially what i see 
these things as is is a story. So like She Hulk, um, all the comic stuff is is progressing the narrative, is progressing the story. And the question is, does this progress the story? Does this is is this is this like a cheap gimmick or does it does it progress the story? If it is a cheap gimmick, is it necessary? Should it be there? Um, but but what I was also gonna what I was also thinking is um In in terms of comics, in terms of comics, those things are flung out on like a weekly to monthly basis. Mm. There tends to be a ter- tight turnaround, drawing from material from pop culture, comic, um, normal normal life and stuff. But at the same time, it's still progressing, progressing the narrative. There's a character that you're trying to make lifelike and trying to progress it. But with that quick turnaround you're almost afforded the luxury of slipping things in, drawing from different spaces and also uh, making mistakes. But in terms of a film, as you rightly said earlier on, Peter, like these things take time to, to, to like just produce from its conception to its delivery. It takes time. It takes much longer than, than a weekly or monthly comic. Mm. Um, and so I, I don't believe that, films are able to have or to to have the same liberties and luxuries as a comic book even if they're drawing from there just by virtue of how much effort and how much time goes into it and i think yes that, you, we can this we can yeah go for it so i was just i just, just say quickly i think one of the problems with american comic books if you would, would like to compare it to like let's say japanese manga is that there's no real end goal in sight. They're just telling stories. It's almost like they're telling stories for like telling story's sake. Mm. And and that works for that, that that works. It works, but but it also doesn't work. That's why you have characters like Batman who don't really have any real character development because if he did There's only so much you can do and yeah. after that you've got Batman. Yeah. 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 But well, with the movies the... movies have and, and, and even TV shows have a beginning, a middle and the end, you know, you start somewhere yeah. and you have an end in mind. Yeah. Um, and but with all these Marvel shows, I'm finding it very difficult to see where they are going towards, you know, even if you don't know who like the big but you're not watching actor. all of them, are you? No, 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 hold on, hold on. I'm I'm, I'm not watching all of them because yeah. there's like so there's so many, but yeah, like if you take phase one to three, for example, you know, so like you'd have a movie beginning, middle, end, and then there'll be the after credit scene that will that is kind of leading on to the overarching not all the time, arc not all the, the time, not, not all, all the time, time. not not all the time, not not all the time, but such sometime, but 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 like you, you you can see the journey that that, that they're going on, you know, you can see yeah. that oh Thanos is in the background or yeah. oh we're gonna. Um, we're going to introduce this new character next. You know, it's pushing the story forward, and and you get and like even if like we knew that Thanos was going to be the villain a, mm-hmm. a, a lot a lot earlier than Thanos was introduced to um, into the story. Yeah. Um, and I think who do they want to make the new Thanos in, in Kang? In, in Kang this? the Conqueror. Kang. Yeah. And I think there's two problems. Mm-hmm. Firstly, the characters that they have in this new um, wave of Marvel mm-hmm. just aren't as engageable. 
or as Why? recognizable as the first set. Why? Because these guys don't know what they're doing and they're picking crap characters. And X-Men is not under Marvel yet. No, X-Men is under Marvel and X-Men's been referenced already in the Miss yeah, Marvel but... series. At least mutants have already been referenced in the Miss Marvel series. And in, yeah. in She-Hulk. So this is the thing. This is the thing. I think I think we're we're or oh, I think maybe your expectations are are skewed. Or or, or not skewed, but but based on <laughs> Okay, based on um, phase one and two, your expectations aren't going to allow for what they're doing because they're telling a much larger story. And every series that they've done so far has added to the story. So She-Hulk had a reference to Wolverine in one of the newspaper slides because like man with mm-hmm. metal claws fighting. Yeah, and they're already they're already planting these seeds. They've already planted the seed for World War Hulk with Hulk. Oh, sorry, spoilers. Hulk is going off somewhere. We don't know where. But they're already planting seeds for that. It's all sort of heading... She-Hulk is also going to bring in the Daredevil character from the Netflix shows and then fold him into the universe more, uh, with, with, a, with a more solid um, sort of connection. So th- they are they are telling these stories. And if you're looking at the fact that they are going with a multiverse saga, it makes sense to me that it's going to be a lot more that they're going to have to cover which is why they're having all these random, um, all these random uh, TV shows as well, because you can't. But then the way they're covering, but, but 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 the way they're covering it is not engaging. Like Eternals was not a good movie. Shang Chi was Shang Chi was all right. Shang Chi would have made it in, in 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 like the first phase of movies, you know. Yes, it would have. Huh? And not every movie is going to be a hit. Shang Chi was one of the best Marvel movies. Like Shang Chi was one of Shang Chi was Marvel really good. Shang Chi, yeah. Shang Chi was really good. Shang Chi was better than four one. I'd say so. Four, no, no, because four one had that novelty factor. It was new. So that's the other thing is that we're 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 ignoring the fact that a lot of these also have that novelty factor. Of, oh, they're doing something new. This is their third go around, so they have to do something different. Like. I just think it's I think it's different. I don't think it's less engageable at all. Because there's a lot more representation now. There's a lot more um if you want people to you if you want accessible characters, you've got your you've got you've got your Muslim girl, you've got your bisexual whatever, you've got your gay characters, left, right, and center. There's a lot more for people to access. So actually I don't I don't Yeah, 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 yeah. But how much how many of these characters are like actually good? To their various communities, I think they're all really good. Like, like, no, 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 no. You know what? In Avengers, we had two: Captain America, Hulk, Iron Man, Thor, Black Widow, and Hawkeye. If you want to in there as well, you know, mm-hmm. that was the Avengers. That is, yeah. that is a good, a, a good six people to, to to like build your universe around. You know, mm. who's so far? Who do you say are the six of this next phase and are they as good as this is the problem this is the problem i think with your expectations you don't need another six it has to progress from there it has to evolve you don't need another six but they're going to do more avengers movies so there has to be a new set of avengers yeah there'll be another set of avengers it okay. won't have, and, and, it doesn't and, have to be the one before 
Okay, and, and like, the even if it if, doesn't have to be the same as the ones before. Definitely, but if we're having a new set of Avengers, mm. who are the new set of Avengers, and are they as watchable? Even if they're watchable for different reasons, as yeah. the last set that we just had. I think whoever the next Black Panther. So we got Doctor Strange. Sorry, Scarlet Witch, Spider Man, Shang Chi, Black Panther, Iron Heart. Yeah. You've got you Alan hold... Warlock. You've got Alan Warlock coming. You've got um, uh, what's her name? Because uh, she's not going to be a villain. The girl that comes. The girl that Charlize Theron is playing. The daughter of Mephisto. Um, I forget her name. You've got her. You've got um, you've got Miss Marvel, the little girl, <laughs> and uh, you, you're going to have She-Hulk might not even be an Avenger, but you've definitely got you still got Bruce Banner, you've still got Thor, you've still got Captain America to some extent. You got Falcon, Winter Soldier. You got you got a few. But does that sound like as as engageable as as what yeah. we had? As far as I'm concerned, yeah. You, With the stories that depend on the story they tell, yeah. <laughs> what is this? Do you know what? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Too much on comics, so... I shouldn't be. No, oh, no, so, yeah? not, you're not frozen yet. Yeah, yeah, you're there. You yeah. just look like you're sleeping. You're okay. Okay. Yeah, well, like. Yeah, I don't. I'm not. I'm not as clued up on comics the way that that you guys are. My main concern is just the story. How are you man telling the story? And Peter mentioned something that rings true, and that it's almost like trying to leave the loop as open as possible to keep stories turning out. Mm. Like before, so it's like the Batman trilogy, Dark Knight. That was the beginning, middle, end. It was a trilogy, but. Like each one was self-contained, but each one still led onto the other one, um, and it, it's like that—that's how. So even with the, like the old comic films, Superman one, Superman two, it was self-contained. You can watch this. You can have a good time. The old Batman's with the Mister Freeze, with the Penguins, with all of them, and they're like these are taking it back. But these films were self-contained these films progressed the narrative it told a full story of it of a, of a character there was development there was whatever um now it almost seems as though it's for the novelty of churning out films about this character the novelty of having another batman film come out or the novelty of having another spider-man film come out um i think no nah, i think spider-man they're pretty good at weaving in a narrative and weaving in a character development uh, within that where there, there is an element of growth with Spider-Man anyways. I think his um <clears throat> his age and stuff like that kind of kind of works well for him. Um that there is a sort of like character development. Um but yeah the rest I'm just like it just feels like you might are just churning out stuff for the for the sake of churning out. That's Which, the thing though. That's the thing. I think that actually that's what they're not doing. I think that's kind of what Robert's problem is is they aren't just doing another Iron Man story. They've killed the dude off. They've mm. given Captain America his happy ending. Like Thor is the one that we don't know is he riding off into the sunset or not because he's supposed to be, you know, he's supposed to be be done with things. So the, I on, think the problem is they're actually going off and they're actually getting new people in. 
and not trying no, to so when, when, when I say when I say they're churning out new stories for the sake of churning out new stories, it's, it's almost like they've made the the universe so open ended that there isn't an end in sight. Because we know that there's the Kang, the Conqueror. That's going to be the end of this phase. Same way Thanos was the end of sort of phase two. Kang, the Conqueror, is the end of phase three. However, they defeat him. That there is an end in sight. But, uh, the, just the, the way that the comic book, the comics movies are geared at the moment, e- even in terms of like the succession of films and you miss, if, if you haven't watched X, then nuance within why may not hit as hard and stuff like that. Yes, I get it from the perspective of that's how comics work. If you haven't watched Spider-Man 1, if you haven't read Spider-Man 1, you might not understand why in Spider-Man 3, X is happening. Because there is a six, there, there is like a, a sequence and it's building on the story that was previously, previously said. Mm. Um, but historically, film specifically, has been very self-contained and the spillover hasn't been so pronounced but within within the comic book especially marvel um side of stuff the spillover is so pronounced that i've i've essentially stopped watching marvel films because i'm just like i just don't have the time to keep up with it Mm. And that, that for me is that that for me is the qualm. So and, and even with with this specific Iron Iron She Hulk situation and borrowing so much from modern culture in a film. For me, that's that's if, if it was a comic, I'd be like, cool, they could have wrote it's that a last series, week. Though. It is a series, but in terms of production, mm-hmm. the production timeline is what comes to it, is what is bugging me. Because if it was a comic. They could have written that last week. Mm. Come out this week. Twerking could be in that. Next week we've moved on to something different. But with this production, fam, there, there must have been a there must have been a plan inside. There must have been like stuff scheduled for Megan Thee Stallion's calendar for her to be able to come in, recording, edited, color graded, post production, every like, bro, you man putting mad work for a dumb cameo well i think we've gone round around for a bit i think well i guess to just i, I guess okay the, so... the end you were trying to uh, come to was what marvel should know when to stop yeah do you think it's time for marvel to stop or do you think it's okay for them to keep going i, I think that's the wrong question because at the end of the day they're trying to make money would you ever say to someone stop making money and if the shows keep making money they're going to carry on doing them I don't know if all the shows will continue to make money because they even, clearly are. I, if well, not, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't be investing in it. I mean, for the thought, what was it? For Love and Thunder didn't isn't didn't make as much as. I don't think it did make as much. It didn't as lose money. No, it didn't lose money. Like, yeah, but we, we can't at that level, these, these these aren't necessarily being done for love of the craft, and that's why a lot of big time directors hate on the Marvel movies. And that's that's the issue that I have. I don't I don't think they Definitely. should stop. But, uh, I but think the... they should they should like put in the work. Yeah. Sorry, but I just think that I, yeah I was gonna say that at this level I think that 
just not losing money is enough for for the amount of money that goes into it. Sorry, can you repeat that? I said that not losing money isn't enough. Any, I, I like this level of production and and money you're putting into it. For who? For Marvel. For them as a company or for you as a consumer? Um, it's not. It's not for even them as a Marvel company. No more, car, car, Disney, or, Disney, or Disney, yeah. Disney. Because I, I guarantee you, they stop making money, they will stop making them and move on. And that's the whole reason why the whole shared mm. universe thing is something that everyone else is trying to jump on. Universal tried to do it with their monsters. Uh, DC's been trying to do it with with, with the Justice League. Like, if it, they, as a company, their job is to make money. These things are making money. Even if not just on the movie end, on the toys, on the licensing, on the whatever they're making on the on the product placement within the movies like you see sony stuff pop up in the movie you think that's money man that's money they're paying so as long as it's going to make money they will carry on doing it as i said the problem i think is that's almost the end goal is is it making money and it's not necessarily the love of the craft now you do get your directors and your actors that are putting in the work the russo brothers did something incredible with the infinity saga and uh, and captain america I think they did Captain America, whichever one, you know. So Ryan Coogler did something amazing with Black Panther. So you do get your directors that come in and do something special, and that's that always hits. But then you also get the movie by numbers, you know, the formula, the this is what makes money. You drop some jokes, you have some good fights, you know. Uh, that's why did we have so many Transformers movies? Because Michael Bay was making money, even though some of them were terrible representations of, the Transformers cartoons. Like, we, we can't be ignorant of that and just be like, oh, no, it has to be a movie that I enjoy. Because it's a numbers game, for the most part. I must enjoy the movie. And then that's, anyway. that's on you. <laughs> but I guess as well, um, a good distinction, which you mentioned, Pierre, is the difference between um, the film and a series. Um, so obviously with a series, it, it's building a much longer narrative, much longer whatever. Um, the film, a film should be more self-contained, should be progressing something. Um, you may be able to take more liberties with a series than you can with um, with a film, because hopefully you can like rebalance it in the next one or whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I do, I do, I think for me, it's it's the craft of storytelling that's bugging me, um, especially within the film. Because it's much different. Like the medium is different. The medium demands a lot more. The medium takes a lot more time. And if we're just gonna throw, if we're going to almost abandon the craft for pop culture or just for quick wins, then I'm just like, ah, like you're not doing the craft the justice that it deserves. Um, and that's that's the thing that bugs me is that if you're if you're gonna tell a story in a film form, with all that goes into it, do it well. That's been that's been one of the major critiques of Love and Thunder, as Robert, you were pointing out, is Taika Waititi seemed more interested in building jokes into it than in actually progressing the story and using the characters. You've got Natalie Portman, you've got Christian Bale, you know, actors that can act, 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 and I don't think they use them anywhere near enough as uh, anywhere near as much as they could have because it was more about the jokes and you know so. Yeah, those will get critiqued. But again, if they make money, they'll keep making them. 
Yeah. Okay. We're not, are we jumping well, on to the not, other part of the question? I don't Can't know. We've got like, yeah, I, well, I, guess, I guess we could touch on it a little bit. Just scratch the surface. So, Carnival was back again. Ooh, party time, party time, party time. Um, I didn't go to Carnival because <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> and it's far. And like trying to get back from Carnival is the worst thing ever. Like they close all the close stations and you have to get a bus and then get a train. It's disgusting. So anyway, like all carnivals, like yeah, like all the carnivals, you know, there were stabbings. I think one rapper got killed. All the all the carnival stuff. For real. Mad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was there was, there was one rapper who came down from like up north. He got stabbed and killed at carnival. And so, you know, with all these and I think the, they said there were like over 300 arrests at Carnival this year. And I think they said like 50 police officers got, got, got injured. One female officer was sexually harassed. All of that stuff. And so people are saying that, you know what, Carnival should just stop. It's loud, it's messy, it's violent. It's not what the people need anymore. Mm. Um. And I think this is the wrong conversation because I don't know how much Peter especially has have has been to Carnival. Never, <laughs> never been, never been. Yeah, like I've only ever been to Carnival like for work. He's never been to go and turn up. Mm. I, of course, I, I I don't know if Moses can say the same. I've never been to Carnival, you know. I don't believe that. <laughs> I've, I've never it. actually been to Carnival. Do you know what? When I was younger, when I was younger, Carnival was almost like um, conjured up the same image as Brixton. Because you know that if you go Brixton, like you're asking for trouble. And it's the same thing. I know that if I go Carnival, especially with the mandem that I'm going to go with, I'm asking for trouble. So I, I never yeah. went. Because I won't go carnival on my ones. Yeah, that's kind of... that's just slipping. I'm not, I'm not gonna go <laughs> back in the day. I was like, I'm not gonna go with gal. I'm gonna be on a sweet boy tip, and that's slipping. And I'm not gonna go with the man them because that's even more like it's mad. So I just didn't go. I just no. didn't go. Okay. Well, since we have like minimal very minimal experience, ex- experience between us. Uh, what do you guys think with the, with the violence that seems to be happening more and more at Carnival? Is it time to just lock off the thing? So do you know what? I it's not just the violence. Like I've been hearing stories of people um, urinating and like defecating outside people's doors. Um, the amount of rubbish that's left after is mad. The amount of rubbish that's left after Carnival. I mean, they're there all day. And, but, you know, I, I don't think we should, I don't think Carnival should get locked off. I don't think Carnival, Carnival should get locked off. I had a few mandem who went there, or I know a few mandem who went there, and their snaps and stuff were like, they were just having fun, they were enjoying themselves, they were doing their thing. I saw this one video of people standing on top of a bus stop. I don't know why you would do oh, yeah. that. I and then it that collapsed, one. and then one girl from a woman's head get, got caught in it. Like it was just mad. 
um, I don't know why you would do that in the first place. Like I say, it can hold 25 people's weight. Like, it's not going to work. Um, but I feel like, I feel like culturally, culturally, this is one space that we own. That this is like, this is our space. And yes, there are bad apples, there are bad seeds, but I don't think we should throw out the baby with the bathwater. There should be more ways of trying to, there should be more creative ways of trying to police, trying to keep things safe, stuff like that. There's, there's always going to be a bad apple. There's always going to be something that happens. But just because of that doesn't mean that it should get locked off. Because, um, yeah, man, them are just trying to vibes. Man, them are just trying to have fun. They're just trying to, like, shake a leg. Why not to you, girl? Even though I don't condone Slow that. Slow um, You know, like that. <laughs> even though I don't condone that. Um, but yeah, they're just they're just trying to catch vibes, and I don't think because of um, a few people, the whole thing should get locked off. Mm. Like man, like the brother lost his life, and that's that's a real shame. That is a real shame, but we don't know the full story. We don't know if there was if there's history, if there's a background. We don't know. And I'm not trying. It... To, I'm not trying to say that to be like, oh yeah, it's like oh victim blaming. What did he do? I'm not trying to do them things there. But I'm just like, yeah, we, we all we know is he got stabbed and he died. We don't know what happened. We don't know if he went with Mandem. We don't know if he instigated anything. We, we just don't know. So yes, there are dangers, but I feel there are dangers. It's like saying, it's like saying, should we lock off football because of football hooligans? But then they put certain things in place. Like, if there's a pattern of certain behaviours under certain circumstances, and that pattern is very clearly repeatable, very um, predictable, I think you should do things to change stuff. And and yes. I don't know the extent to which such things have been done. You know, is it more police presence with our relatively useless police that we have in this country? Is it... Um, you know, restricting alcohol selling. I don't know. But if there's a pattern, and it seems to be there's a pattern, it seems every carnival there's these things going on, then something needs to be done about it. The ultimate thing, I think, ends up being locking it off. And as someone that doesn't go or doesn't know much or doesn't care much about it, it's easier for me to say, but I'd be down for it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I, I, I say don't lock it off. I, 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 if, if they were like, no, we're locking off Carnival, I know that Mandem will be up in arms and that the race card would be thrown around a lot because it's the one space that culturally we own. Like, we, like, Notting Hill Carnival was started, if I'm not mistaken, was started by the Caribbeans as just a, a space that they can just have fun. It was like, in the, and yeah. if, if it was to get locked off, then it would be a case of, yo, why is it that our thing is getting locked off? Because you're not having fun anymore. Why are you assaulting people? Why are you stabbing these people? These times you've got Millwall fans coming from their things, smashing up bottles and like hitting people on the head. Like when, when I lived beside a football stadium, you couldn't walk home after a football match. There was police presence. There was like police on horses. like, And you couldn't walk home because the crowd was very intimidating. Half of them were sloshed out of their brains. Like they were doing stuff that they shouldn't do. And this was like, what? This was about eight years ago. And so again, it's just like, 
and football matches happen a lot more regularly and consistently than Notting Hill Carnival. That's 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 two days in a year. Yes, we need police presence. Yes, we need these things. And I know police officers who have gone there and they've fam, they've they've bust two two wine. They've been given free food. They've come back home. They're happy. So yeah, for me, I'm like, let's not lock it off. Let's think about more creative ways in which we can deter crime, knowing that we're not going to stamp it out 100%. That's, that's, just, that's virtually impossible. We, we could do like a, a disinfectant sort of thing, where it's 99.99%, but the 0.1 stabbing kind of slips through. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think it should get locked off. I feel like if it does get locked off, it's going to cause more problems and people are going to feel a lot more sensitive about it, um, which isn't going to be helpful. Um, and there will be a lot of questions kind of thrown around because there are other movements that happen that is that can be a lot more violent, historically have been a lot more violent. Um, it's like even sport, like, yeah. So let's let's lock off football matches then, Carl. Man, like racial slurs and stuff have been coming out, even if it isn't a physical thing. But racial slurs have been coming out. Yeah, this and stuff. Yeah. I'd be happy. Let's lock off football. Again, I don't I don't care much for it. Yeah, exactly. That's our answer. <laughs> but, 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 but but then the thing is, the thing is, you see them making adjustments. You see people getting banned. You see yes. them um, implementing different things. Um, you know, to to. To, to try and address that situation. So as you said, you know, if there's if there's ways to deal with it, then it should be dealt with. Um, but I think it comes back to that question is, at what point are you just, you know, is do you say, okay, we can't deal with this. We can't, we can't do anything about yeah. that and lock it off. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and th- there is an onus, especially with Carnival, where it is very much community-led. It is very mm. much community led. I believe I don't believe there's one centralized organ organization that's heading it up. I don't know. There could be. I believe it's more community led, and everyone's kind of collaborating in a space that's more community led. There is a lot more onus on that very same community to ensure that things are safe. Yeah. Yes, but, the police. But are I think the problem is. Yeah. So I was going to say I think I think the problem is Notting Hill has become a very gentrified area. So what it may have looked like when Carnival first started, <laughs> it looks very different. Yeah. Can I also just point out, if something is to get locked off, no one, and especially, you know, you say community-led, no one's going to say, because we were messing up too much. No one's going to say that. Yeah. No one's going no to one's admit that. to no. that. No, no. They're going to pull the race card. Yeah. They will pull the race card. And so if you're gonna lock it off, you need you need to anticipate that. And not be like, oh my God, I can't believe you just said that. No, you need to anticipate it. Mm. Um and that's 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 again where I'm like, we we need to take ownership of this. And to be fair, in um in lead up to this on social media, I started to see a lot more noise around, yo, don't be wasteman when you go out. Have fun. Like, if you want to dance with a girl and she says no, leave her alone. Like, no, like, like consensual, like all of these (laughs) stuff there. Like, yeah, like there was a lot more on my feeds, anyways. There was a lot more noise around, like, yo, like we didn't have it last year because of lockdown. 
COVID and everything, this is the first year it's back. Like, don't be waste, man. Like, mm. enjoy the time, enjoy the space, do do what's right. Um, and that was part of the community trying to take onus and ownership over it. Yeah. Unfortunately, as I said, I don't believe we'll be able to stamp out evil in its entirety, this side of heaven, this side of eternity. Um, and even on the other side, hell is hot. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's... Yeah, so I don't think I don't think they should lock it off. I think the community needs to come up with new ways, even if it's like body cams or whatever being placed around the areas and stuff like that. So like remote control CCTVs placed in different spaces, more residential areas where people tend to defecate, having stuff there to be able to deter people, you know, like that. That's so bad to me. Yeah. Um, like. like creative and ingenious ways to be able to do this knowing that there's going to be a budget that's going to have to be put aside for these things Mm. and so again if your budget don't reach body cams don't suggest body cams um but yeah just ways in which we can we can truly take ownership over this Mm. and care space that we would feel happy and safe taking our kids to all right let's round up um, I think carnival should carry yes, on, but the, the the problems aren't carnival problems. It's culture, community problems. problems. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what needs to be sorted out. Do your job, Sadiq Khan. But anyway, hookups. Go, cool, I could go first with hookups. Yep. Um, my hookup is a new movie, uh, Day Shift. Uh, on Netflix, it's uh, essentially what would happen if Van Helsing was a was a was a, a relatively relatively average black man with baby mama drama and everything. Um, and speaking of uh, celebrity cameos, Snoop Dogg's in there playing a very, I think, hard to believe vampire hunter. Um, so yeah, no, Snoop check it out. It's, it's Vampire Hunter. Yeah, Snoop that's Dogg, Hunter. He does like a he does like a lotus kick at one point, and it's so obviously not him. It's it's just bad. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, yeah, if you want to see Van Helsen as a crip, just just check it out. But um, it, hey. it's it, it's What's not it's not it's not too it's not too too crazy. It's it's funny. It's nice. Um, so yeah, yeah, check it out. Day shift on uh, Netflix. I'll go next. Um, so we just came back off of holiday. That's why I am finished. But um, my kids just got introduced to the Nintendo Wii. Ooh. Tell me why. Yeah, tell me why. Bro, we're by the beach. Then I wanted to stay in, in the in the Airbnb to play Mario Kart more so than go to the beach. So we're literally at the beach and Noah's like, I want to go back and play Wii. But we're like, yo, we've checked out. You can't go back. It's like, oh. So yeah. Um, but it reminded me just how much fun like the Nintendo lineup is for a community, for like local multiplayer fun. So yeah, my hookup is the Nintendo Wii. You should be able to get it for dirt cheap at CEX um, with mm. the controllers and the games and stuff. Dirt cheap. Um, so that's my hookup. Nintendo Wii, Mario Kart on the Wii, 
get you them steering wheels and stuff, get the kids out, get them playing, and then you've got time to do whatever you want to do because they're behind the TV playing Mario Kart. Hmm. Yes, sir. Yeah. Wii Sports is, is, is another good one. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Mario and Sonic had Ma- Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games can have a good Wii game as well. Yes. So get involved. Yes. Um, my hookup is a Netflix documentary film thing. Two episodes long. Each one's about an hour long. It's called Untold, The Girlfriend Who Didn't Exist. My it's a bit mad. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah so, like... And this this was catfishing before catfishing was a thing. So he had this like um this NFL guy in like college and then he meets this girl online and but it's it's really a guy pretending to be this girl. Stress. And the and then the way he just weaving the story and then um the, the the NFL player wants to meet the girl and and so the guy says, Oh, I'm her brother. She died. She had leukemia. <laughs> and so he went to go and have the best season of his life dedicated to his his dead girlfriend, only for it to be realized that there was no girlfriend. This person that he was in a relationship with wasn't a real person. <laughs> That's wild. Man. It's so crazy. And then the person who was catfishing <laughs> oh, do I even want to spoil it? No, go go watch it. <laughs> That's mad. So, uh, every t- uh, yeah, and uh, so they got the person who was catfishing and the person who catfished together in the documentary. Not together, but they're but they're getting both their sides of the, um sides of the story. And every time I see the person who catfished, their face is so punchable, and they're just talking about so much stupidness like. I just wanted to be happy. I just wanted to live this double life pretending to be this girl. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Bruv, it was intense. That's why it was it was crazy. Two is two episodes, but it was a definitely good watch. Cool. All right, cool. Um, let's sign out. Shout out to Rude, intro out to me music, Calvin Turner, Audrey and Rosen logo, Twitter at the French UK, Instagram, TBS Furnace, email tbsfurnacehotmail.com soundcloud.com forward slash the Blacks' first no apostrophe on all good podcast websites and apps the Blacks' first with an apostrophe and that's it so this is the Blacksmith's Furnace signing out Black. West Side <laughs>